This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Phase 1 agreement with China is giving USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney confidence in the progress between the two countries, but he says more work remains. McKinney tells AgriPulse the cancellation of an event in Chile where the deal was expected to be signed is not hampering his expectations for a completed Phase 1 deal. I think it's real. Phase 1 we do believe will happen despite the fact that the APEC conference in Chile was canceled. Everything I've read and heard says that both presidents do want to get together sooner than later. So good, good. It's Phase 1 and that means something and the presidents both agreed that uh, among a few other things, ag would be a big focus, particularly for those of us in the U.S. McKinney declined to offer specifics on the deal, saying he would leave that to the U.S. and Chinese presidents, but he says he expects the benefits for agriculture to go beyond increased purchases of U.S. commodities. I think we could have arrived at purchases very quickly. I really do. We know that China wants to and has purchased a lot of our product over time, and we have been wanting to sell. But that has slowed over time. That has been more difficult. We've had the old Heisman football forearm up to us at times and not to others. And so the president correctly made the decision that we're not going to live and operate and trade this way. We're going to operate on a rules-based, fair, reciprocal trade format, and that's what they're trying to get at. He says more ag talks could emerge in future discussions. I'm certain both sides want to put as much ag into phase one as they can and as we can. But inevitably, there are just some things that are too heavy a lift. And so it would not surprise me that there would be some ag coming into another round or two. Again, I don't know how long this will go and how many rounds there will be, but it would not surprise me. We're focusing on round one right now. McKinney says he expects the phase one deal to be signed on a similar time frame as was previously expected when the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit was scheduled for mid-November. It's not just China that has the attention of American agriculture. Farm groups are guarded but optimistic about the potential for a vote on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Here's Ben Nulli. Congress has roughly 18 days left in session, and farmers are feeling a strong sense of urgency for lawmakers to vote on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Leslie McNett with the National Corn Growers Association says farmers are ready for the agreement to be ratified. I'm optimistic that there is strong bipartisan support. There's great work being done between uh, the House Democrats in particular and Ambassador Lighthizer at USTR. I think there's a good relationship there. They seem to be making steady progress. But I, I have strong concerns about the message it sends if this delays into 2020, into an election year. However, McNitz says she feels negotiations are in a good spot and thinks it's fully within Congress's ability to get the agreement done by the end of the year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, FFA members have long heard from government officials with the Departments of Agriculture or Education during their annual convention, but this year's gathering brought a new visitor, the Administrator of NASA. Jim Bridenstine has been leading America's space exploration efforts since April 2018. He came to this year's National FFA Convention with the hopes of drumming up interest in the group's members to address the challenges more space exploration will present. The challenge with Earth and Mars is that we're only on the same side of the sun once every 26 months. So we have to be prepared. When we go to Mars, we're going to have to be prepared to stay for long periods of time. Um, and that is where ag comes in. We're going to have to figure out how do we use the resources of another world to live. 
but he says the challenges facing space exploration aren't limited to food production. We're going to need nuclear propulsion, nuclear thermal propulsion. We're going to need to be able to protect the humans from, from the radiation of deep space. We're going to need to learn how to do what we call in situ resource utilization, using the resources of another world to live and work for long periods of time. We're going to need communication architectures that include laser communications. How do we get higher throughput and faster communications? Bridenstine spoke to FFA members in the organization's Blue Room about the potential opportunities available to them through NASA. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis, Spencer Chase, Agripulse.